Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of She Salt. So I have quite an influencer here today, and I mean that like in the best way. I have JQ Ellis with me here today, and she's even prettier in person than she is on Facebook, and I really mean that. I've I've been a fan. So you know how you get on Facebook or social media and you somebody catches your eye and you're like, I can, I can dig her. Like, I, I like her energy. I like her walk. I like, I like the talk. Right. So I kind of noticed that about you a couple of years ago and I've just kind of keep my eye on you and we we sold our business and we moved around and I came back and I'm like, there she is. And I just started watching. So when I say influencer and we were just talking about this, you are an influencer. Well, thank you so much, Kathy. I appreciate that because um, that is kind of something I, before it became a trend, right. being an influencer, someone who empowers people, who, you know, causes a shift, yes. a catalyst, someone okay. that makes change, you know, empowers people or makes you think about that. Yeah. I I consider myself an influencer in that way for sure and that is something I do strive to do. Yeah, because I think when we have a platform where we do have people that watch us or pay attention mm-hmm. to what we're doing, we are influencers. And I think all of us, a lot of us are more than we realize. Somebody's being influenced by what we do, what we say. And when you try to make it a positive impact, then I think you're you're doing a good thing for that social media world out there. Mm-hmm. Because I think for me, when I'm posting, I'm trying to balance out whatever they hear throughout the day. Because we hear enough of our own negative self-talk or, you know, just negative little jabs here and there throughout the day. And I think if we can just put out good content that people want to hear or want to learn or want to see, you know, I think that's doing a service. So uh, speaking of services, (laughs) you're everywhere. So tell us Everything you do and what you do, because I don't even know that I know all of it, so let's hear it. Um, Well, it all boils down to um, I am a holistic health and wellness professional that specializes in fitness, advises on nutrition, and, you know, just... um, develops programs for health and wellness whether it's be programs per client programs per corporations right um, educational entities so I try to make sure that I maximize on all the avenues in my industry that I can influence right okay so health and wellness is definitely one of them it's my main one it's really my passion yeah um and then of course I'm a serial entrepreneur and that means that I like making money yeah me too but I also like making money on my terms yeah um how I'd like to do it in my life. And so I dibble and dabble in other businesses as an entrepreneur, uh, the beauty industry, okay. I'm in the beauty industry. I do media. I'm in the media industry as an entrepreneur. Um, also in, on, um, on the artist side of entrepreneurship, I act, okay. I write, I sing, you dance. Uh, I dance. I yes. Um, and all of those types of things as well. Um, I own a media company and I do regional all across the world, different um, parts of the industry of media, concert tours, wow. behind the scenes production, radio show 
programming. Um, I provide investment opportunities for other people who would like to cross over into the media, art and fashion entertainment world. So all of those come under the hub of Sunshine Enterprises, which is my media corporation. And so those are pretty much the main three focuses that I that I use for sources of income. Okay. And to keep my passions alive because I enjoy monetizing my hobbies. Yeah. So I, like for me, I, I, I often talk about how busy I am and mm-hmm. I always feel blessed to be busy. Like yes. I'm not talking about being busy in a complaining way. Correct. I, sometimes I'm just like, I just, I've got the next thing. And then I, folk, I do one thing, I move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. I don't really think about giving myself time to be tired because I love what I do. Right. 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 And I think if you love what you do, that feeds you and that keeps you going. Yes. Um, and I, if it, I'm that type too, where I have to be being creative yes. Yes. Um, and that makes me happy. So for people like us in that realm, when do you make it a priority to slow down? Um, for me, it's not about a speed. Mm-hmm. For me, I take action on caring for myself. Okay. And so understanding that as long as I'm caring for myself or doing something and loving on myself and treating myself like number one, then it's not a slow or a fast. Okay. It just happens. It kind of just happens. Now I do plan time for myself because I'm an entrepreneur and I understand how important Mm -hmm. time management is. Right. I've grown to plan self-care for myself so that it is intentional and I don't forget to do it. And I think that's super important. Mm -hmm. It really is. Like, even if you have to put it in your calendar, it's Tuesday from three to five o'clock is is just downtime. Yes. And that could be a stroll. Whatever you want it to be. Meditating, a bath, whatever it is. But what I found if I give myself that, the creativity flows better. It keeps going, right? It's yeah. like a rejuvenation. You re-empower yourself. You and you you power down to power up. And your power down may be different than mine. Oh sure. The importance of it is that you're literally intentionally using the time to power down. Right. Not just do nothing. Right. But do the thing that actually powers you up. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's hard for people to understand that, though, sometimes, because I know when I get on that treadmill or I'm mm-hmm. on that loop and I'm going and I'm going and stuff's getting done and it's getting done. And then one day I'm like, damn, I am tired. Honey, baby. <laughs> and then I'm like, we got to <laughs> fix this because then you're running yourself to a point of injury or burnout. Unhealthy. Unhealthy. Unhealthy that's not our industry. That's not me. Period. Uh-uh. I don't want to be like that. No. I mean, I don't I don't think any person and I don't even think it should have to do with your industry. I think that when you look at yourself, if you see yourself doing something that is not bringing you joy or some positive benefit, then it needs to be gone. Yeah. That behavior might it's have the behavior. To go. Yeah, because you've got to realize even though you think you love what you're doing, you're not loving you and you've got to stop and give that back. You gotta give that back. Okay. You gotta give that back. I mean being true to you is is such an empowering practice. Oh my gosh, it is. You know, you know how yoga can be a practice or it can be an exercise. 
Yeah. It's a mentality, right? Right. Yoga could be a practice. Skating. Someone could could see could would consider skating an exercise, but someone who loves skating, yes. they cannot go skate for exercise. And they have the best time. And, and you understand it. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's but an art for it's them. It's an art for them. Yeah. So determining and understanding that self is that important, first right. of all, and don't get me wrong, Kathy, this self-awareness and understanding that God is first and then truly me is is second, right. truly me is second before even anything else can give. It didn't really spark for me and connect for me until I was 41. Now, I believe that because <laughs> I think that that realization does come to when with that type of maturity, mm-hmm. because we are programmed to push, 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 mm-hmm. achieve, 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 accumulate, accumulate, accumulate. Yes. And then we reach a point where we're like, I, I'm not buying into this anymore. Like, I I'm deserve done. it. I deserve this break. Exactly. Yeah, wait, hold up. And for me, you know, that was at about, that was even later. Like I knew it Mm -hmm. and I I did practice those things, but not on that soul level. Like I am. Not connected really. Right. Like you meant it. It was just something you knew you were supposed to do. I was 49. Wow. And I am 52 now. Okay. So there's been May, but it took, it took God saying, I'm going to bring you to your knees, girl. Because there was health issues. There was surgeries that had to be had. Me too. There was tough decisions that had to be made. Mm-hmm. Businesses that I had mm-hmm. to get rid of. Ooh. And that's reckoning. <sighs> that's sitting down with yourself and your higher self, your Lord, whatever it is you believe in and saying, I need you to take the wheel and tell me what to do here because Girl. I surrender. I think it's the surrender. For me, it was the surrender. It wasn't that I need. I'm a faith-based person. I was raised in the church. My mom's a pastor. My dad's a deacon guy. I was a minister for a while. I was married to a minister, pastor for a while. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? So I, I recognize that religion and your practice are two different things. However... I say that to say that I think for me in my divine entity, which is Lord and my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, it was the surrendering. Yeah. I knew I needed him because yeah. I prayed still and yeah. believed that he was going to save me. Right. Like, so I kept intentionally sometimes, oh, I, God got me. Yeah. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Even if we don't say it out loud, we subconsciously continue to do things sometimes because right. we know there's something that's going to you bring have that faith. We got that faith. Right? right. So for me, it wasn't that the the um, needing part for me. It was the surrender, Kathy. Yeah. It was saying, OK, you know what? I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not intended to do it all. And it's for some of us, that's a hard thing to get to. But once you surrender, you you have redemption. Yes. And you're just like, okay, it is good to let this go. I feel lighter. I feel better. I can grow. I can move on. I learn. Yes. So having said that, you know, you've still got a lot going on, but you've learned that temperance. You've learned that I've got a balance. I'm going to walk my line. I'm first. Yes. Well, I'm well, learning it still because yeah. still sometimes, oh, it's I hard. Get, it, you know, I get trapped up in 
I'm a business minded person. Yeah. And um, I get trapped up in the logistics of things sometimes, you know, like, okay, this, 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 because I am so structurally organized. I'm built that way. Yeah. And so I do still, I still listen, folks, your girl at 53, I still have to work on surrendering. Yeah. Yeah. I still have to work on and, 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 you know, people think that it's about the balance of life. I let balance go because balance is way harder than alignment. Ooh, I like that. And so because every puzzle piece of the puzzle has its own weight that yeah. brings you into that. So for me, I'm not a worrying about balance. For me, I've been on alignment yeah. since I was like 49, 50. And so life and alignment for me it has to go together if it don't fit yeah. together because you can be balanced and stuff not fitting right 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 <laughs> you can walk a tightrope baby you know, yeah you can be trust good at me it. you yeah. can be I, I was good at a tightrope for a long time yeah me too yeah. so I, I work more towards alignment with what my destiny is right my dreams my goals my right nows mm-hmm. because they all have to align yeah they do yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. And and you have to move toward the abundance you seek. Yes. And it toward you. And it towards you. Yeah. And keep that cup full. Ooh, because girl. we can't, it, you know, you can't pour from that empty cup. You so. cannot. So I also know that you do a lot in the community. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Like, what are some of the things that you work on within the community? Because I'm back, I'm newly back to Huntsville and I'm looking for things that speak to my heart. And I, I know you that. do things for the community so I want to I want to hear about that um I am I am a real big philanthropist when it comes to domestic violence yes um I'm a survivor of domestic no I'm a conqueror I changed it I'm a conqueror of domestic violence and so um I heavily support any of those types of awareness um rape victims and sufferers awareness um yeah as well I am a victim of that as well Um, and so I support those entities single moms yes baby I am still a single mom because I'm still waiting on my king yo if you're listening out there king hey Yeah, maybe. So, yes, I'm still a single mom. I I'm still a mom. Although I tried to retire the mommy status, I told my daughter when she got her master's, I was like, you, "Look, can I please retire from the mommy status? Can I be a mother?" Oh or- no, <laughs> no, no. Now, how old's your daughter? My daughter's thirty three. Isn't that crazy? My son's thirty three. Wow, and girl. I've got four granddaughters. Ooh, no grandkids yet. No, and no, and no. Well, let me tell you, it's a trip. I know it is. It's a trip. I mean, it's what we're used to having our kids. We've had them 33 years. Correct. But when you start seeing grandbabies and you're like, wow, wow, that's me in like little form. And it's different eyes that you see them through, you know? It's so funny you say that because I have a niece and a nephew and my niece, Ken Ken. Hey, Ken Ken. Um, Everyone in the family says she's like, OMG, me on three. Yeah. Isn't that sweet, though? (laughs) It is. But see, the difference is I'm auntie and I can give her back. And I can go and I can play (laughs) and I can be the child like me with somebody who loves all the same things that I love. And then I can give her back. 
Well, um, <laughs> secret, you can do that with grandbabies. Yeah. I know, but it's still a little bit more connection because, oh God, I had a grand dog. Okay. And how'd that go? He was mine until he passed. Oh. Yes. Oh, well, good. At least you had a grand dog. I did have a grand dog and he was so great. Miss my Zeusie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so one, one daughter. I do. I have one daughter. Uh, my parents are still living. God bless them. They're probably going to outlive me because they have a thriving life as well. Well, that's great. So they're great inspiration and motivation for me to, you know what, keep living. I do not have to succumb to retired or right. do whatever I want to do. I watched my mom all the way up until right now still do what she wants to do and live her life you know and so she's she's been a great example for me i have a sister who lives in dallas texas my daughter who lives in new orleans and so i'm just currently doing what i'm doing you know and i I like that about me i love um i read something today that said it doesn't matter what age you are change is inevitable so if you change your mind about what you want to do at four versus 14 versus 34 versus 42 versus 84 yeah you can still do whatever you want to do and i think that's did you say you were 53 Uh uh-huh i would have never guessed I yeah. really did. I thought you were maybe in your forties or oh, something, well, but I had you. no. I really, truly had no idea. So when you said you're fifty, I thought you. I thought I was going to correct you and go, "No, I'm fifty-two. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Don't give me a year, girl. I'm fifty-two. And then I realized, no, she's talking about herself. I am. Wow. Because <laughs> you know, I, I, I often give myself little pats on the back being you look this age. Well, us being this age and doing this at the level we're doing it and at the volume we're doing it at. And, you know, I had Tasha Edwards in here a few weeks back and me and her were talking about it. We see each other in the grocery store. We just pass each other a high five, baby. All the time. Because we're just grinding it, you know. And Still. Still. Keyword, still. Still, but wouldn't change it. I found the alignment. I'm not going to say the balance. Okay. I found the alignment more so now that... I have the endurance to keep this up and to love it. And I do believe it keeps me youthful. Yes. I do believe it. It scientifically does. It sure does. Biochemically, it keeps you youthful. You know, they tell you that at a certain age, especially women, because of our hormone things that we go through. And, you know, based on our food and intake and everything that we're taking in, we're starting to experience these things even earlier. Right. Onset, like 30s and 33. Which is insane. It's which is insane, right? But one of the main key things that any medical professional will tell you and when it comes to aging or dealing with things that are challenging during aging, hormonal, different things, right. movement. Yes, girl, movement. And and get outside occasionally. I mean, breathe fresh air. Look at this, have sunshine. Walk to your, your mailbox. Stuff like that. And, and, you know, I think, too, the, the constant working out and exercising and breathing, it just makes you happy. And if you're happy, you're staying younger. Your brain works better. I mean, it's it the increases whole your dopamine yards. levels. And dopamine is what makes you happy, people. It's your natural dope. Yeah. It's your natural dope. It is. It's the good dope. It's your natural it's good, good dope. dope. Yeah. But honestly, I thought I was sitting here being some senior or something. And I'm like, well, damn, girl, you're old. No, damn, I, I am. am. Girl, so 
we in this thing together. I know, 50 something. <laughs> I love it. I love yes. it. Well, even more respect Thank given. You. Because Thank you. I know that, but you know, it amazes me sometimes because people sometimes like say like, how can you still do this at this age? And I'm like, well, I've never given myself the opportunity to not, not do, do it. It's like, it just comes natural because it's, it literally is your lifestyle yes and it has been for a very long time now have you always been a more upbeat type of person because this is kind of an experiment i've been going through with people like i've always been kind of upbeat i have always been a very upbeat person um i was an introvert okay majorly so i've always been the person who's had to create my own happiness in some sense or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but it was so easy, natural, because it was me creating it my whole life. Right. That I didn't realize how much other people would affect me. Right. When it comes to that. So I've always had empathy for people who, who have a hard time separating themselves happiness versus someone else making me happy yes oh god that's a whole nother podcast oh baby (laughs) (laughs) it really is because only you can make yourself happy and you have to do those things but i have found with some women and you and i share a common thread with the domestic abuse and sexual abuse and things like that i think that's not uncommon among Mm -hmm. women we all have a story to tell we all have one but i know for me um in a lot of those areas there was times when i like you said was very isolated and and alone with Mm. with myself and afraid to be around people. people um but it was fitness and movement, even when I was alone in my home with children, mm-hmm. that kept, kept me, me going. Yeah, and kept the grace in me, Girl, I think. Let me tell you, I tell people fitness is what started my healthy journey. Me too. It was what started my healthy journey, you know. And, and it, it was, was my best friend. It was my worst enemy. Really? Yes. It was my worst enemy. I wanted to be like her. Oh. And in order for me to do that, I had to join the tennis team. I couldn't uh, get on it there. It forced you out. It forced me out. And so I became her ball girl just so I could learn her ways. Good for you. And then I ended up losing weight because I was running around on this court after this right, ball. Right. <laughs> right. And then her friends started wanting me to be their friends. Yeah. You know, it was the typical yeah. situation on that, right? But that's when I began to learn as well that, OMG, people will jack you up yeah. if yeah. you let them. And you've got to have your own terms. Your, you have to define what it means for you. You cannot let or allow others to influence you. Yeah. Yeah. You just, I mean, not in those negative ways. Not in the negative ways. Not in the negative ways. It was great that she gave me motivation to do better about myself. Right. But when that motivation became an obsession to be her and not to be me, a better me, right. that's when the problems began to arise in myself. Sure. You know? Yeah. And so influencing people is, again, always, I didn't even know it was going to be something that I was going to do, but... It's kind of always been that way for me. People look to me and think that, oh, my God, I can do that. Or, oh, my God, whatever she's saying, even when I'm not thinking, even that, you know, when I'm not trying to do it. 
Yeah. But, you know, as influencers, and I think the the one thing to keep in mind is as influence, we're trying to influence people to live a healthy life, but we're yes. also influencing you to live your, your life, healthy life, your authentic life. Mm-hmm. Find what fits you. Yes. Take direction if it appeals to you. Ooh, take direction if it appeals to you. Tag that one. Yes. Take direction if it appeals to you. And then ask yourself. How can I make this mine? Mm. You know, like, how can I make it mine? Yeah. And that's the catalyst part, the catalyst for change, meaning I can give you resources. I can show you a book, but you have to apply it, make it applicable to you. Yeah. Yeah. And what you've got going on in the direction you want to go in. And a lot of people, I don't even think they're really clear on the direction they're headed. But just if you're in a bad place, head somewhere different. That's what I say too. Yeah. Try something new. If it's yeah. not working, don't keep walking into the same wall. Yeah. Like walk, take a different direction. There's more than one way to get to the other side. Trust exactly. me. Especially now. Shoot, babe. We're in the 20, almost 22nd century here. Yeah. There is more than one way to skin a cat, to get across the street and to get some bread. And I know today, I know back in in the day when I was in a bad situation, it was hard to find help. It was really hard to find help back then. We didn't have all these, you know, not to date ourselves, but there wasn't the internet. There There wasn't cell phones. There wasn't any The resources that are available today and the way they're accessible, and it's not even available, it's accessibility. Yeah. Because those resources were available back then. They just weren't easily accessible. Right. And especially if you were stuck at home. Like I saw a Facebook post today and it was about if you need makeup, ask for the and this was this was a this was code mm-hmm. for text me that you need me to order your makeup mm-hmm. and that you need the red lip liner. Mm-hmm. And that's code for I need help. Please mm-hmm. send someone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I understand it's hard to get out of these situations, but be brave and, and reach out because there's women like you and me out there right. that really would step up and help you out for sure. Facts on facts, you know, facts on facts. So I want to know about this dancing. Okay. Tell me about it. Well, listen, I am not a professionally trained dancer. I've seen your moves. However, I have been a professional dancer for a long time. Okay. When I say a long time, I started out as a professional showgirl dancer. Really? I'm peeling an onion here. I'm getting all Girl, sorts of details. Listen, yes, uh, back in 1992. Wow. I started out as a showgirl dancer. And from there, I my dancing journey has included all types of platforms for dancing. Um, I was a stripper okay. for a good seven years. Put myself through school. My sister yeah. uh, made a lot of money. Did a lot of damage. Yeah. (laughs) Um, um, I was an entertainer dancer, um, Carnival Cruise Line. Oh my Mm -hmm. God. I did um, dancing for tours. I've been on stage dancing with Usher, uh, Ice Ice Baby, Frankie Beverly and May, CeeLo Green, um, Salt and Pepper. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, done um music videos as a dancer um, which i currently still do um stage plays i don't know if you remember the touring show um burlesque yes i was on 
tour with them for four years oh as God. one of the dancers there. Um, I use, I teach dance. Um, now it's mostly just fitness dance. Okay. Um, but, um, gosh, all different arenas. Again, I like to take my passions and learn how to monetize. And so I try to, um, get myself and keep myself in the industry at some level. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I love, um, pouring into my community. We have a great community of artists here in Huntsville. Yeah, let's talk about that. Go and um, when I did my very first burlesque show here in Huntsville, I met with a lot of dancers. I had an audition with so many girls. And at that time, my daughter was the star of the show that I had written and brought. We were touring with it. And so she had all the connections. Because my daughter is professionally trained. Okay. Has a degree. Okay. Has danced like major professional, gets paid, MBA dancer. Wow. Yes. Cool. Um, so she was the star of the show at this time. I met a lot of young dancers at that time, wrote the show. And all these young dancers at that time were like, when I tell you, young, like 18, 19. Yeah, yeah, babies. Yes. So those are the dancers I'm dancing with now that you see me in Huntsville. They have all gone out, done their professional things. Some of them have not. And now they are back and they have their dance classes. And so I go to their dance classes to support them. Okay. Well, I've seen some like Facebook clips and I'm like, yes. all right, I'm going to have to get her to show me. Oh, come on, girl. That's some easy. Things, I'll, I'm going to show some you. Things. Super easy. Super yeah. easy. Well, it's easy for you. Yeah. But, you know. We're um, getting ready for burlesque season. I'm starting the show again. And so. Oh, well, I'm going to have to find out where all that is. Yeah. And you're going to have to let Definitely. me Definitely. <laughs> I want to know. I mean, I'll bring a group of women. We'll come. Come on, girl. It's going to be on and popping. So, but I would definitely keep you up on that. Um, the dance community here is amazing. Um, really? I, it really is. Okay. It really is because every person that contributes to that, whether it's in classes or content, um, is excellent. Okay. And they all bring something different. Sure. And that's the thing that I love about Huntsville. It offers a great deal of diversity like you were talking about yeah you know we used to didn't have that it would just used to be so many things small things of the same thing sure yeah but now we're bringing we have so much diversity in our city and that makes me super proud oh it's so good girl it's so good and it feels good and it just it just like it it thickens and enriches the the broth oh my god you know, it's like, it just makes it more flavorful and more texture. Yes. I mean, it just makes it so, so much better. So much better, right? Always keeping the imagination and the creativity yeah. flowing. Because I can learn from you. I mean, when I see things, I don't, I don't care about, I, I want to learn. I want, who do I want to learn, learn from? That's me too. I yeah. love learning. I love diving into the new my daughter told me the other day she says mom you'll probably never go out of style because no matter what's going on you always want to know well I feel that way too I feel like that's how you stay on it like don't be that old lady that like I'm well, that's such style, a discovery you know, lady like, I want to know I'm nosy yeah. like that you know and I'm not nosy about your business I'm nosy about hey, what's going on what's that I yeah. want to know what's that oh. What's what, that? What's trending now? What's like, trending? what do yeah. I need to know? What about? do I need to know? What fun am I missing out on by being stuck in the same mindset I was in yeah. a year ago? Yeah, you know, there oh, are some yeah. people who are still stuck in COVID. 
yes. mindset. You know, that's, I mean, even though that seems crazy that, that because that, that is history now. It is. But people are still stuck in it. Like their life, they're acting, they're living like COVID is still prevalent and it is still existing. Yeah. But it's not prevalent as in pandemic style, you know? And yeah. And that's another podcast for sure, because there's a lot of fear related to that mentality. Yeah. There's a lot of fear related to that. Yep. Knowledge, lack of knowledge. But sometimes there there's people that they just like that. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. The mentality of people. Some people don't want to grow past that. Some people don't want to know past that. They go looking for it because they're still stuck in it and they don't open themselves up to other things. Moving on. Let's move on. on. Let's move on. You know, let's, let's move on. Um, but you know, for a lot of people that was the biggest event in their life. That's true. You know, and, and they put so much identity and, and they wrap themselves up in that fear. And now they're like, well, what do I do now? Go back to what I was before. Correct. And I'm like, no, you don't go back to where you were before. You move on. You move on. You, you from right now, but just what you said when we started was that's a mentality. And even if it's not about COVID, their mentality is probably like that about something. Sure. Before COVID, it was that same mentality about something else. Right. And that those are the things that we have to work on or those, when I say self care for myself and I'm maintaining and I'm making sure I'm caring for myself. Those are the things I'm assessing. Yeah. It requires checking yourself. It requires self-assessment. Yes. It requires, you know, making sure you're staying open to growth. Yeah. You have to check yourself. You have to to. check your own thoughts because a lot of times I'll catch myself just in my thoughts, being critical of someone. And I'm like, what are you doing? Me too. Yeah. I'm like, no, you're not going to do that. That is not who you're trying to be. I have to do that a lot during training. And we all do it. Don't say you don't out there. We all do it. It's do you check yourself? That's right. It's, It's what happens when it, when it does come. And that's all, that's everything, right? It's your reaction to yeah. everything. Yeah. It's your reaction. Don't you know? respond. It's not even that you don't respond. It's how you respond because yeah. not responding is still a response. A response. For real. <laughs> it's how you respond is what yeah. the result is what you're going to get. Yeah. Everything and everything you do in life, you, something is coming at you and yeah. you are going at it. There's always a force right. in motion. It's how you respond to the forces that are coming at you, not how the forces are responding to you. And people think about it differently. We're projecting yeah. ourselves on other people, expecting them yeah. to respond a certain way. Oh, yeah. People are never going to do what you would do. And you can't expect them to. Facts. But I so have you to. you can't, can't focus on that, right? No, but yeah. I do have to check myself from time to time. I'll have a random thought come across and I'm like, that is not who you are trying to be. Stop it. Facts. Yeah. I post-it note myself to death with that. And um, I keep my mental checking. Just what you said. Um, affirmations. Every day yeah. without fail, I have a whole picture board mirror with post-it notes all over my wall and And it um, makes a difference girl because i practice it Mm -hmm. not just because i say i'm gonna have an affirmation or put one up there but i actively pick it off i actively read it i actively put it in my purse every day i actively say okay you know instead of this one time picking up my phone 
Instead, pull out the post-it note and really affirm to yourself. Practice believing it. Go into the bathroom on the job and not check your phone this time, but affirm your life. Yeah. Affirm your heart. Yeah. Affirm the rest of your day. Yeah. Because there are forces working against you that you have to stay on top of. Yeah. 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 Keep yourself protected. Keep your energy strong. Stay mm. with what you know is right. Mm-hmm. Check yourself. Be good to yourself. Be good to yourself. I have a thing I do at the end of every class, and I think it's quite lovely. And it, we bring our hands to prayer, and we bring our thumbs between our eyes, where our third eye is. Okay. And um, it's also where our field of vision is. And I say, look for the beauty. Look for the beauty in yourself. Look for the beauty in others. And look for the beauty in our world. Mm. And then we slide our hands down with our fingers to our lips and our thumbs to our throat. And we say, be careful what you speak. Your words have incredible power. May they be filled with kindness and compassion. And then we slide them down to our heart. And we say, may our hearts be filled with love and forgiveness. But may they also be brave and filled with incredible joy. Yes. And that's the end of class. And that's how we go. And that's how I choose to live this life. I know that's right, girl. And I love it. And I love life. And I love people. And I want everybody to love themselves. And I love ladies like you who, when I see them, I run across them and I'm like, look at that star shine. Take it in and love on it. And I'm just so glad to have been with you tonight and to have met you and spend time with you and it yes. won't be the last time and there's going to be a video it may be short posted to my <laughs> youtube channel that ha- is going to have me learning some moves yeah baby right. we're going to learn a few and then i'm gonna let this girl working girl get her tail home <laughs> do you have anything you want to add before we're out where can everybody find you on social give that a shout out well you can give me um, all social media platforms at JQ now. That's J Q U E N O W. All social media platforms. If you're looking to connect with me on business and you're not a social media person, then you can hit me up directly in my email. It's J Q U E N O W at gmail.com. Listen. If you're out there, you're listening, you're tuning in, maybe you're catching a clip of this somewhere, no matter where you are or what you're doing, take this all the way back to the beginning. Sit in your closet and listen. And if something from this speaks to you, close your eyes and tell yourself, I love me. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a blessing to chat with you. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.